You are listening to the Daily Homily for Magdala in the Holy Land. Jesus went to the district of Tyre. He entered a house and wanted no one to know about it, but he could not escape notice. Soon a woman whose daughter had an unclean spirit heard about him. She came and fell at his feet. The woman was a Greek, a Syrophoenician by birth, and she begged him to drive the demon out of her daughter. He said to her, let the children be fed first, for it is not right to take the food of the children and throw it to the dogs. She replied and said to him, Lord, even the dogs under the table eat the children's scraps. Then he said to her, for saying this, you may go. The demon had gone out of your daughter, has gone out of your daughter. When the woman went home, she found the child lying in bed and the demon gone. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. So it's interesting that one of the the gods <clears throat> or goddess that was worshipped by by Solomon was of the Sidonians, Tyre and Sidon, on the Lebanese coast today. And that's where also Jesus goes and he frees this woman's daughter from the demon. And we could think how much what happens in the lives of people when they lose the faith. There's a famous expression, I'm trying to remember which author it was, who said that when you uh, give up the true faith, you are open game for all kinds of myths and uh, pagan worship and this is happening in our society and it's an interesting psalm to read 106 and particularly the verse 37 which was read here today in our psalm which we prayed and this psalm actually goes through the history of salvation and especially the sore points uh, there are psalms before that, I think 103 and 104. I didn't check that this evening now, but you could check. And there are beautiful psalms of praise of God's creation and all the great blessings that God has given the hu humankind on this earth. And then Psalm 106 covers all the failures of humanity. So it's an examination of conscience, a listing of sins, and here we see the sacrificing of children. And this is a, a reality that's also common in our time. Uh, there's also a great rise in very dark forms of thought and connections and evoking very negative forces that's widespread in many places and causing much trouble. So the mission Jesus 
was accomplishing of driving out demons is also a reality that has happened throughout the centuries and with the rising of a spiritual and a culture of closeness to God and therefore of a culture of education and lifestyle and virtue, it keeps the garden growing with good things. And when the garden is not growing with good things, with good flowers and good vegetables, good crops, good cereals, then it's invaded by weeds. That's a very practical lesson as a farming boy I know very well. And so the same thing happens in our hearts. The need to keep our hearts filled with the good. And that becomes a great task for parents because in a certain sense, children are open game for everything. Children also have a great blessing of awareness of truth, of an echo for truth, for goodness. And children normally receive a lot of love from their parents. And they consider their parents the fountain of all the good they experience. So the parents have an extraordinary opportunity to sow the good and to lead children to the good. And there's no question about it that there are lots of challenges for parents in the world today with all the other influences that reach very serious, in-depth influence in children's lives, especially through media. And that also then becomes one of the tasks of parents of how to train their children to be responsibly using their media. I am still impressed by the dad here who works here in Magdalene. He told me about his, his children, that they don't see all of the reports that are on TikTok about the conflict going on here. And they have the possibility to be exposed to it, but they choose not to. Because the parents have communicated to the children the, the damage it does, and that they can handle these things later when they're older, but they don't have the framework now. And even the parents themselves, to help the children, don't watch those things. So there are a lot of choices we make when we're talking about the big evils that happen in society, the breakdown of justice and peace, the breakdown of family and society, the issues of security where people are no longer secure. That was the comments of the Archbishop I just read about before coming here, that the society is in terribly grave danger of breaking up in some countries and other countries around that path because once you take away the respect for the human being, once you give your heart to false worship, or just simply not worshiping anything, just being like a spiritual vegetable or a spiritual, I don't know, inert, we're called to love with the fullness, to love God with all our heart and all our soul and all our mind. And if our whole heart and all our soul and all our mind is not filled with the good, then what's going to fill the empty spaces? What happens a ship that's abandoned and it's left out there, it's not tied to a dock, it's not secured? What happens to a house that nobody lives in? Give it a year, give it two years, give it five years. I've seen these kind of houses. Uh, what, we can't live ourselves. We're not just a house, we're living. And our mind is active, our imagination is active, our emotions, our whole spiritual world, our memory. And we have to cultivate it. We have to protect it. 
We have to be great gardeners of our own heart and soul and mind. We have to know how to nourish them, how to feed them, how to keep them busy doing the good, how to give them to develop their muscles for all that is good. So this is really the root of building society. A peaceful society with a lot of justice and goodness and development doesn't come from nowhere. It doesn't fall from a cobweb. It's developed. Blessed are those who observe what is right, who do always what is just. Every just deed is the greatest gift you can give. Every unjust deed is an assault against the future of the society. They served their idols, which became a snare for them. This is the poor problem of poor Solomon. Imagine a man with such wisdom, such wealth, such blessings, and he becomes a point of corruption of the society and then of civil war and the breakdown and the division of the country, of the people, of the nation. There is great responsibility in every little act. And when we keep the battle at the level of little things, then we're, we're always deciding for good. We're saying, I'm sorry about doing that. I ask forgiveness for this. I'm going to do some extra good deeds there. Then we are alive. And we're trying to love God with all our heart and all our soul and all our strength. And there's been a tremendous work through the centuries building up a Christian culture. And now there's a lot of erosion of that culture. It's a reality. There are a lot of good things going on in the world, so it's not about being pessimistic, but there's a big task for all of us who believe to do the good, to think the good, to say the good, to teach the good, to lead by example. May the Lord bless us in this effort. Thank you for joining us today. If you want to learn more about Magdala, follow us on YouTube and on Facebook.